In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about how you can make guaranteed money from your YouTube channel in 2020 and the technical side of vlogging in public. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time listening, I do want to let you know that these comments are pulled from my YouTube channel or other YouTube communities online or from the submission form on the Comments Over Coffee website. So if you have a question about what it is that you're doing on YouTube, you can submit yours at commentsovercoffee.com. And as long as it's not something that I've answered here before, I'll put it in the queue. Okay, so before we get into today's episode, I do want to let you know um, I have a big announcement to make. If you are a Reddit user, we just opened a subreddit. You can find that at reddit.com slash r slash ytubers, or you can just go to commentsovercoffee.com slash ytubers. If you are listening to this on your mobile device, specifically in the iTunes app or the Apple podcast app, you can actually just scroll down the episode. When you scroll down um, the episode underneath the episode, there will be a link directly to the subreddit, also to the Comments Over Coffee website resource page where you can get anything that we talk about in these episodes. You can find all of that down below the episode itself. So make sure that if you are a content creator, which I'm guessing that you are or you wouldn't be listening to this, that you head over to our subreddit. Um, There you can actually ask questions as well. I'll be pulling some of the comments from there for this show as well. Once I start ramping up the production schedule and all of that here, then in that particular case, I might pull your question from there also as another option. So make sure you head over there. It's a great community. We've got a really good start over there. A bunch of people are already joining up and uh, there's a lot of good questions, a lot of good information being shared over there as well about tech, about YouTube, about motivation. You know, hey, how do I keep going uh, with my YouTube channel, things like that. So definitely head over there and check out the subreddit when you get a chance to. So our very first question today, and this is the money-making question here. This one is from Lauren Watson Marketing. And Lauren says, thanks for this video. I'm trying to grow my channel as I'm starting affiliate marketing and documenting my journey from $2,000 per month by the end of the year. So this particular comment, it's not a question, but this is something that inspired me to talk about things that you can do in 2020 to guarantee that you start making some income from your YouTube channel. Because I know there's a lot of people that are listening to this that are just getting started and they're not familiar with the different ways to monetize yet. So I just wanted to talk about that. I wanted to take this comment from Lauren and use this opportunity to talk to you about different ways that you can make money on YouTube and a surefire way to create at least a little bit of additional income, depending on the type of content that you make from your YouTube channel here in 2020. So I want to talk about that. So the very first thing that I want to start with when it comes to generating some type of income on your YouTube channel is there's something called affiliate marketing. If you are not familiar with affiliate marketing, what it is, is basically with affiliate marketing, all it is, is you sign up with different websites and you get a link. When you use that link in your video descriptions, or let's say that over time you build an email list or whatever it happens to be, but when you use that link and people click on it, let's say that you put it in your video description, people watch your video, you let them know that you have these links available in your video description, let's say you talk about a product, and then they go down into your video description, they click on that link, if they make a purchase through your link, then you actually get a commission for whatever it is that they bought. Now, depending on the affiliate platform that you are promoting, one of the really cool things about it is you get 
like Amazon, for example, let's say Amazon. So with Amazon, they have a really cool thing. Unfortunately, they don't pay a lot in terms of a per sale, um, depending on what it is that you're pushing. But the percentages over there aren't that fantastic. But over to Amazon, if you send somebody to Amazon through your affiliate link and somebody makes a purchase, it doesn't matter if it's what you sent them to or not. If they make a purchase anywhere on Amazon within 24 hours, you can get a commission. So, you know, if you look at this and you say, okay, well, let me scale that across, you know, all of the videos that I'm going to make in 2020, then you can have all of these videos out there working for you on your behalf, driving sales into your Amazon affiliate account. Now, some people do really, really well with this. Some like reviewers, for example, let's say that you're doing tech reviews. Um, This is really good for tech reviews because a lot of times in tech reviews, people are in the process of making a decision right? Hey, should I get this? This new thing came out. What does this particular person have to say about it? Or what do some of these YouTubers have to say about it before they make a purchase? And what you want to do as somebody that is trying to drive people into affiliate products is you want to be that person that is on the other side or not the other side. I'm sorry. You want to be that person that is in between the consumer looking for information on that product and then them actually finding that product and deciding to make a purchase. So Again, in a nutshell, affiliate marketing is where if somebody goes and they click on your link and then they purchase something, you get a commission. Now, if you are making a type of content to where you use anything in your videos, let's say that you are crafting and you are using all kinds of different things in your crafting videos that are required for your craft. Well, one thing you can always let people know is, yeah, you know, for my stuff, I use these specific tools. Um, If you want to use these, I have links to them down in my description below. That's all you have to do. And over time, over all of the videos that you're going to be putting out on YouTube over the next uh, 12 months, you know, over here in 2020, you're going to be able to start generating some additional income. Now, depending on how much your channel grows, depending on how many views you get, depending on the type of content that you make, that additional money can be, you know, anywhere from, you know, a few bucks a month up to, you know, several thousand dollars a month, depending on what it is that you're actually promoting. So something that I really encourage you to look into. Now, if you're just getting started, other things that you can do as well, I mean, you can also set up things like Patreon as an example. What Patreon is, is Patreon is something to where it's where you can put additional content. So let's say that you have a certain type of content that you put out on your channel and people are really digging it, right? They're like, hey, this is great. I'm really enjoying this person's content. Then you can make exclusive content or give your viewers additional access to you by setting up a Patreon page. And what that is, is basically you just go to patreon.com. And when you are on Patreon, it's kind of like a membership, right? So every single month, somebody can pay a dollar or $5, $20, depending on what it is that you set it to. And over time, as more and more people start coming over there and you start adding more and more value to the people that are supporting you over on Patreon, then that's another thing that can snowball. Now, If you do both, right, you have people going over to Patreon and you're doing something there, you have people that are, you know, buying things through your affiliate links, then right there, you just created two ways for yourself in 2020 to start generating income from your YouTube channel. Both of those are are very easy to do. You can do those regardless of how many subscribers you have on your YouTube channel. There are no thresholds, no limits on, um, on how many subscribers that you have to have or anything like that. So you can actually just start doing this stuff right away so that over 2020, you make at least enough money to help you get new equipment or, you know, just kind of put aside for new equipment for in the event that you need it, or depending on, you know, how good you get at 
affiliate marketing or sending people over to Patreon. You know, it could be the the vehicle, so to speak, that lets you end up going full time on YouTube and actually making content as a full time thing. Now, another thing that you can do as well when it comes to making money from your YouTube channels, you can also reach out to companies that are a good fit for the type of things that you make, um, looking for affiliate commissions from them in terms of, hey, I'm already using this stuff. Let me reach out to these companies directly and see if they have an affiliate program so that I can send people directly that way. Or if you are sending a lot of affiliate traffic or if it's something to where you are talking about these companies anyway, reach out to them and see if, if they would be interested in doing some type of sponsorship or brand integration with the content that you have. Now with this, you're going to need to have some views coming into your YouTube channel. You're going to need to have, you know, at least a decent amount of traffic coming into your YouTube channel, because if they're going to be giving you up money up front, then it's important for them to make sure that they are getting some type of a return on the money that they are investing in you. So if you're just getting started, you want to lean more on the affiliate and more on the Patreon stuff. But if you're already doing that and you are a channel that is already getting traction, then in that situation for 2020, you might want to put it on your radar to say, hey, I'm going to start affiliate marketing. I'm going to start a Patreon account, or at least I'm going to use buy me a coffee, right? Where people can go and they can donate $5 to you and buy you a coffee like I have here available on the comments over coffee uh, website. But you want to say, okay, if I'm going to, you know, start making some money in 2020, I'm going to do the affiliate thing. I'm going to do where I'm sending people to Patreon or something like buy me a coffee. And I'm also I'm going to start reaching out. I'm going to start sending emails. I'm going to put a media kit together and I'm going to start approaching companies and try to see if I can try to work out some type of sponsorship, maybe just for one video, maybe for a series of videos, maybe for the entire channel for the whole year or the remainder of 2020 once we get into 2020. So those are just three things that you can do if you're just getting started on YouTube or even if you've already been going on YouTube for a while to kind of get the ball rolling and get YouTube making some money for you outside of ad revenue. So if you're not in the partner program yet, then you can go ahead and start doing these things now in terms of the affiliate, the Patreon. But if you are in the affiliate or the uh, partner program, then in that situation, that's one more stream of income for you because you're going to get whatever it is that you make from your ad money. You would get whatever it is that you make from your affiliate commissions. You would get whatever it is that you make from Patreon. And then if you did end up going the sponsorship route, then you would also have that stream of income as well. So what you do is you take the, you know, one stream that you have right now with your ad revenue, and then you just stack three more on top of it by just doing a little bit more effort, you know, for what it is that you're already doing to actually generate some income from what it is that you're doing on your YouTube videos. So 2020 is upon us. And, you know, we all know that this stuff isn't free to create this content, so I really encourage you to look into some of these things as we slide into 2020 and see what you can do to start making some guaranteed money on your YouTube channel here in 2020. Now, another thing that you want to do, another tip that I have for you, if you do start walking down this road is if you don't know where to start, like, well, what kind of companies would I reach out to? Who would I promote as an affiliate or what would I promote as an affiliate? A really good place to start in that situation is to Go and look at other people who make videos similar to yours, people that are already, they're already getting a lot of views and stuff like that on their channels. Go look at people that are already doing that and see how they monetize. Just take a really close look at, you know, what it is they're promoting in their videos. Look in their video description, see the links that they have going out to places. And if they have a link to where it has like the website name and then some numbers or some letters behind that, one thing that shows you is that that is a tracking link. And if it's a tracking link, that means that they are most likely getting some type of affiliate commission or there's some type of deal taking place where they are able to generate some income 
um, from when people click on those links. So that's the very first place to start on the research side is to look at other people in your space and try to dissect, so to speak, how it is that they are monetizing what it is that they are doing. Before we get into the next comment, a quick word from our sponsor. TubaTools.com has professionally designed thumbnail templates, graphics that remind your viewers to subscribe to your channel, end screen graphics, channel art, motion transitions, and more to help you level up your presence on YouTube. Save 20% on your membership by going to TubaTools.com forward slash coffee or using the promo code coffee if you make a purchase from our store. Get everything you need for your YouTube channel at TubaTools.com. Okay, our next question today is on the technical side of vlogging in public. This question is from Star Andrews Strong HG Activist, kind of a long channel name. (laughs) The question is, do you use a selfie stick when in public vlogging and how many segments do you record and pause while out? This is a really interesting question because I know video creators, we all like our own personal preferences of doing things. You know, we, we find what works best for us or what works best for us when we're editing or what works best for us when we are Um, putting videos together in terms of how other people respond to them when they're watching with the audience retention. One thing that I found in my content is I found that if I do change the scene up on the vlog style content, if I do change the scene up, people tend to watch those videos for a longer period of time than the ones where I'm just like sitting on a balcony, for example, sitting there kind of ranting, right? So for me, one thing that I personally do, and keep in mind, I'm not like a seasoned, you know, out and about type of vlogger person. But I have made like a, I don't know, a nice handful of vlogs that are out and about. And, you know, I think they're okay. I've gotten some decent feedback on them. The audience retention is good. I've gotten a lot of views on them, all that stuff. So, you know, just take that with, you know, whatever grain of salt. I don't know if that's the right word that I'm looking for, but just take that for what you will. Okay. But when I'm out and I'm doing vlog style content or vlog format with uh, the content that I make, One thing that I personally do is I will just turn on the camera and then I will do a very short segment to where I'll say whatever it is that I'm going to say, and then I will turn the camera off and then I will continue on about my day. And then when I see a cool spot or something that would look interesting, then I'm like, oh, this would be a cool shot. So then I set up the camera there and then I say the next thing that I think that I'm going to say, right? Or the next thing that I do say, then what that does is that gives me the opportunity to make it to where pretty much every different phrase that I say, or after I get through, you know, just a tiny little piece of the content, then everything changes, right? How I'm standing, how close I am to the camera, the area behind me, like literally everything changes throughout based on each little segment that I am recording. So one thing that that does to me on the advantage side, or that does for me on the advantage side is when those videos are being edited and I have all these little clips then it makes it really easy to just pull in the different clips, right? Here, I'm just going to pull in this one. Okay, that's good. I'm going to pull in this one. That's good. Instead of trying to do just one long clip and then have to sift through all of that information, I can just pull in, okay, here's a bunch of little clips. Let me grab this one. Let the video editing software kind of do like a little, like a preview of that so I can see what's happening in that clip. And then I say, okay, yeah, this is what I'm going to use. And then I pull it in real quick, right? And then that just makes the workflow of that really, really easy for me. And the same exact thing happens with the content that I make in my studio as well. When I'm making content where I'm sitting at the um, desk or I'm standing up, those are also recorded in really short clips. And the same exact reason applies. Those are recorded in those short clips because when it's being edited, they can just be grabbed, pulled into the timeline, or they can be previewed and then pulled into the timeline as they happen instead of having to sift through a bunch of retakes and things like that. And even if a retake is required, 
What's cool is when you do it in clips, typically the very last take in the clip is the one that is the one the editor should go with or that you know as you're somebody that's editing videos um, that, that you should go with. So it just makes it a lot easier in terms of the workflow. From my perspective anyway, it makes it a lot easier in terms of the workflow when you're actually editing and when you're recording because you don't have to sit there and just do everything in one big long take, right? You can just sit there and you can you know, do the clips and then you just keep saying it until you get it right. And then once you get it right, then you hit stop and then you basically set everything up or you just hit record again if you're in a studio environment. You just hit record again and then you go through the next take of what it is that you're gonna say. So I found that to be extremely efficient And if you are looking for, you know, an alternative way to record your vlogs when you're out in public, um, that's just something that you can consider as well. Um, That works for me and it may work for you as well. I would love to know your thoughts about the show. If you could, when you get the chance to, um, you could do it right now. Actually, that would be awesome. Uh, Please leave a written review of the podcast that basically helps other people know if this show sucks or not, you know, cause they get to see those, they can see those written reviews and they can see, you know, cause so far it's been pretty much everything has been positive, but it lets people know, you know, how people feel about the show. So definitely if you get a chance, uh, head over and leave a written review on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, especially iTunes, because they really put a lot of attention on those written reviews and to learn more about YouTube and online video. Remember to subscribe. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.